We only got one life, so it's time to live it for. I don't hesitate, I embrace every day. Cause we only got one life, so it's time to live it for. It's not about trying to achieve more or gain, but rather how to lose and let go. Let me explain. Once you let go of all things that aren't significant, you'll be left with everything that is truly important. I'm living everyday life with a purpose. Living everyday life with a purpose. This is another episode of the podcast. Live it for. Hey, you're listening to the Live It Full podcast. I am Richard. I run the show. You've listened to the podcast before, hopefully. If you haven't and this is your first time, well, you get what you pay for and podcasts are free. I digress. But if you have listened to the podcast and you love us, if you like our message to live it full, because we live by a mantra to help people live life to the fullest, Go leave us a five-star review on Apple, Spotify, share us on social media, find us on TikTok, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, all of those places, and share us with your friends and family. Today, I want to share a message with you. I believe on this is going to end up being published as episode 90 of the Live It Full podcast. The message I wanted to talk about today is your cup. Not like an athletic cup, but your, maybe we call it our soul, our vessel, our bodies, our temple. But it can be empty sometimes, right? And so I wanted to talk a little bit about some of my story, which y'all have heard. If you've listened to any episode of the podcast, you know that a lot of Live It Full revolves around events that have happened in our lives. I think sometimes the most defining points in our life, the things that turn us, that propel us forward or send us back are fairly traumatic events. Now, we live a lot of days in between that don't necessarily have that significance that probably in the grand scheme of things matter a lot more because I've always said it's the small things we do daily that are more important than the big things, but we have these events in our life. So I was thinking back um, because a lot of live it full started after the, the death of my father unexpectedly about five years ago and it propelled me in a different direction in my life. And so I'm just going to talk a little bit about that because prior to that, I mean, I felt like I was running on empty, right? Prior to my father passing, felt burned out most of the time. I'd gone through business success and failures and my cup wasn't running over to proverbially speak or as, as I guess in the, uh, I guess that would be in the, Hebrew Torah, the Old Testament, uh, the Psalm of David, the 23rd Psalm, which we hear at funerals so often or, or at services. But I was thinking about this and I wrote, I wrote a, uh, a blog post to go with this podcast and I posted it on social media and I was thinking about it. Are you, are you in a spot in your life where your cup just stays empty? Where you're running on empty, it's the same crap, different day. It's kind of like Groundhog Day, but without the comedic relief of Bill Murray. It's like the same thing every day. We get into this rat race. We get into the grind. We get into this this schedule of wake up Monday morning and I go do the exact same thing again. And when we're unhappy, when we don't have purpose... 
that can be a rut, it can be a grind. And in the same way that habits that serve us can make life better, you can get into habits that that aren't good, right? And I'm not talking about bad habits. I'm talking about just like not understanding why we do things. So sometimes our intention with how we do things are, are different, right? And so I was thinking about this because on the outside prior, so let's say 2017, 2018, from the outside, I probably looked whole as most people do. But I couldn't fill my cup. I mean, I had everything you could ever ask for, right? I had busted my tail. I had an amazing wife who has put up with me for almost 15 years and went through a lot of crap with me she probably didn't deserve. I had the kids, you know, two and a half kids. I kind of joke about that because when my dad died, my son was about three months old. The dogs, the white picket fits, the house, the cars, the, uh, you know, the American dream, right? But some days that dream felt like a nightmare. And it wasn't their fault. It wasn't my kids. It wasn't my wife. It wasn't my businesses. It was, it's a hundred percent on me. But some days it felt like a nightmare and it took my father passing, which I've written a lot about, um, and I've, I've talked a lot about, because it was in my life, one of those defining events. I figured out, and it took me a long time to figure out why. I tried to fill my cup with business success. It was empty. It felt good for a little bit. It's kind of like when you, when you spend money on something you really, really have to have. And it feels good for a little bit. But at the end of the day, you're finally like, oh, you got some buyer's remorse. The new wears off. Doesn't smell like a new car anymore. And you you have a $1,200 a month payment on a car and it just isn't the same feeling. And so I don't want to get onto the neurodivergent ADHD, ADA, ADD, it, you know, spectrum side of this. But you'll find the more that I learn and the more that I research neurodivergence and that's a fancy word for basically saying i've got adhd um although it covers a spectrum of of things we have dopamine deficiencies meaning that the things that create dopamine for us take a lot more of activities to do that that's why a lot of times you'll find adhd kids are thrill sickers they love roller coasters they ride their bike down the hill they do stupid things because they need an adrenaline rush because dopamine doesn't process the same way that it does for most people and so I think that that's part of it with you get, you can get into spending habits. I'm the one. So, you know, a lot of times in a husband and wife, there's a spender and a saver and it's not always who you think. Um, it's not always the wife's the spender and the husband's the saver. Cause we're flipped on that. My good friend, Matt and Rita, I think they're flipped on that. Matt's the spender. She's the saver. Same with Caitlin and I, but that dopamine rush goes away after you spend. So you have to do it again and again. And so I, but anyways, I tried to fill my cup with business success and money and those kind of things. And guess what? It didn't fill it up. And when you can't fill that cup, you have a tendency to try to put other things in it. And so, I mean, I tried, I mean, you, you know, try to fill it with alcohol for a while, obviously not a good decision. So I tried to do the right thing and I tried to fill it with family, focus more on my family than my businesses and, and, works for a while 
the cup's still not full. So I want to say this, like I, I didn't have one of those like defining moments in my life as far as my faith goes necessarily. We hear these stories from people who have amazing testimonies that have that found God in a way through maybe prison or really bad decisions or just life handed them a really, really bad hand. And they have powerful, amazing testimonies. I don't necessarily have that. I've gone to church my entire life. My faith is there doing the right things. You know what I mean? And and so I want to preface that. So I don't feel like prior to this, I, I was living a bad life. I just know that something was missing. And I tried to fill my cup with that something missing. And it just didn't work. And so I think a lot of times we all go through life and we try to fill that cup with busyness. And the things we think we're supposed to do. So I said in this blog post that I couldn't, it wasn't that I couldn't just fill my cup. Because I think a cup is refillable, right? And pour it out. I've always heard that says you can't pour from an empty cup, meaning like you can't give too much of yourself and expect you to still have more for you. Um, as I was so busy a few years back um, with obligations to boards and to organizations, you can't pour from an empty cup. But my cup had a hole. You'd put something in and it went straight out the bottom. So it wasn't about filling the cup. And that's when I figured it out. My cup wouldn't fill up. Not because I was putting the wrong things in it, but because I wasn't putting one thing in it first. And so you can try to fill your cup with all sorts of things. And I know people out there that have tried to fill it with drugs, alcohol, sex, pornography, just all sorts of things. Nothing's going to fill that cup while there's still a hole in the bottom. When you put your faith first, when you put God first, above all other things, your spouse, your family, your friends, your businesses, your job. We put God first. He plugs that hole. I finally realized that. I, I can think of a, I guess maybe there is a defining moment on some of that. I remember sitting in my truck after my dad passed away and I'm at the, at the cemetery. Um, intentionally grieving that I learned through counseling is important to do. And ask God, why? Like, why do I feel this way? Like, why am I struggling with this when I should be happy? I've got everything I could ever want. He didn't answer me in a burning bush or in a thundering voice. He didn't send an angel. But he told me, I heard it. Go read your Bible. And of course, one thing that I have done in times of trouble in my life as I've gone to the Psalms. I think David uh, struggled. He was a man after God's own heart. We've talked about him. There's podcasts about David. But I think that uh, he wrote some amazing Psalms. And so there's Psalms 17, 5, I mean 23, obviously everybody knows, but there's some that I used to just go to, especially when I felt like my enemies were, were gathering around when there were people who wanted to persecute me unrighteously or undeservedly so. And that was more when I was in the corporate world. But 
I used to go to the Psalms and I went to them. And I remember I re- I, I just opened it up. You know, most of the time you open up your in Psalms if you open the Bible halfway. And I read the 23rd Psalm. And I'm not going to read it for you. I think most people know it. But if you don't, go check it out. But I just remember like verse five of it. You prepare a table for me in the presence of my enemies. You anoint my head with oil. My cup overflows. Surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life. And I should dwell in the house of the Lord forever. My cup wasn't overflowing. And I think that's what he was trying to tell me. He goes, you should. Like, I'm promising you good days. And I know there's going to be troubles. But when we put God first, everything else starts to fall in line. And I think that's why I really have embraced and made it a big part of our family and of our podcast and of our business, faith, family, finance, fitness. And I've added freedom. I call it F5. But I think that when you put faith first, your family second. And some people are like, you put your family second? And I'm like, yeah, because my relationship with God, if I don't have that, my cup won't hold anything else. And it took me 35, 36 years to figure that out. And I hope that if you're listening to this and you're 18 or 15 or 20 or 50, it really doesn't matter. I hope that you can learn that too if you haven't. And so that's part of why I want to send that message out. But there's a hierarchy to it. If I, if I don't put my faith first in that cup, I can't fit anything else because it just pours out the bottom. Even if it's good, well-intentioned stuff. Even if I'm not trying to fill it with bad things. I can't fill the cup without God. Faith first, family. And there's a hierarchy to that too. And I'm not, and I've done a podcast on it and I've talked about it in a blog and I don't want to get too deep into that, but there is a hierarchy to the family too. I have to put my spouse above my children. I have to put my spouse first. Why? Because I have to love her. It's a verb. My children, they are easy to love. Maybe not all days, but you know what I mean. They are mine. They are physically a part of me. My genetics live in them. My blood courses through their veins. It doesn't through my spouse. Now, we're one flesh. Like, God, I get that. Like, we're a one unit in the eyes of God. And with God, we can be. But if I don't put her before them, it's easy when things get hard to focus on the kids. I don't know how many people I've talked to that have gotten divorced who said, you know, he's a good father, but he's a terrible husband. Or the opposite. I mean, he's a, she's a good, she's the best mom. She wasn't a good wife. Why is that? Well, it's because when things get hard, it's easy to focus on the kids. They will always be a part of you. So there's a hierarchy to that. You have to put your family in a specific order too. Your spouse has to come first. Your finances, pay yourself first. Pay God first. Tithe, pay yourself, then everything else. Life changed for me when I understood that. So many people run around without enough money 
at the end of the month, right? There's more month than money because they don't pay themselves first. They don't give God their first part. So I read a book called Profit First. It's Michael McWallowitz, I believe. Michael Wallowitz, something. Um, you can look it up. I've talked about it. Uh, there's a podcast on it. I don't remember what episode. I think it's in the 30s. But Profit First changed my life. But I think you also have to add the God side of that. That not just your it's not your profit comes out first, it's your tithe comes out first. Then you pay yourself second. It's that same order. But when you don't have those things in order, you could, and and so I've had other people who live by the mantra of family, finance, fitness, and there is nothing wrong with that for them. I think it's some, and and I think maybe they, maybe they just don't want to share their faith publicly. I don't know. But I still think you can be empty when you just focus on that. And family, just for the record, for those of you that may not have listened to the podcast or know what we're saying, I'm talking your family of choice. It's, it's your actual family, but it's also your friends. It's the people you choose to do life with, which may not always be blood. There may be blood people that go behind the fitness aspect of this. But your family of choice. But I still think you could focus on those things and be so well-intentioned and still have a void in your life. I have a friend that shared his testimony a lot, and I'm going to end it with this because I think that this verse... Um, in Sunday school last week, we we had talked about the Samaritan woman at the well and living water. And I have a friend who had a substance abuse addiction when he was younger, um, was afforded the uh, the ability to go to arguably the best rehab clinic in the country. It's not cheap. It didn't work. And I've heard his testimony on it a couple of times. I mean, more than that, but it, it, where he said they tried to treat my addiction like a sickness, which is probably, there's a lot of truth that physiologically we do have, like it's hard to overcome addiction sometimes. But he said the reason it failed is because he had a hole. He had a void. He tried to fill with drugs And they never once talked about God. Then he went to a different kind of rehab place that focused on faith. And he was able to overcome so much because he was able to fill that void that the absence of God created with God. Nothing can fill that void but God. Our cup will always leak. It will always be empty without God. I hope that you got something out of the podcast. I hope that you continue to live life to the fullest. We love you. God bless and live it full. You you just listened to this entire episode. That means you gained some type of value. So make sure you leave a review and subscribe so you never miss an episode of Living Full. Living everyday life with a purpose. Living everyday life with a purpose. Make sure you embrace every single day. And we'll see you next time on the Living Full Podcast.